what is up? Welcome back to Set the Tone. This is episode 18. Wow, I don't believe it. We have three episodes left this season. As I've said it a couple times these past few episodes, we're going to do a break and we're going to be back with season two after episode 20. So we've got three episodes left this season. Let's do it. Let's set the tone for the day. Wherever you are, thank you for listening. Thank you for inviting me on this journey. Thank you for joining me. Man, it's been great. I know, I know I've learned so much um, over these 18 episodes, and I hope you have as well. Learn things that are practical, that you can implement into your life. And if you have, please rate and review this. Share it. I know I sound like a broken record, but it really helps get the word out there. So let's start with a little story of little Ethan. I know I just said little twice in a row, but I know we start a lot of our Set the Tone episodes with young Ethan, but he's a funny guy, so you, you got to keep doing it. So fun fact, kindergarten through second grade, I did not attend just your normal classes. Um, my parents put me in a Japanese program, Japanese school program. Why, you might ask? <laughs> I'm not Japanese. There is no part of me that is... Japanese, um, no relatives, nothing like that. Just because they walked past, past the classroom and he was playing music on a guitar and they really liked it. So they put me in the Japanese program. Um, and my younger brother as well to the Japanese program. Again, not, none of us are Japanese in any way, but it was fun. You know, we learned a lot. I still remember some Japanese, uh, Watashi no namae wa san That means my name is Kudhail. Um, <laughs> ichi ni san shi go roku shichi hachi kyu ju ju ichi ju ni ju san ju shi ju go ju roku ju shichi chi hachi. That's me counting. Uh, if I have any Japanese listeners, feel free to mock me for my accent. I'm sure it's horrible. So I, I remember very little. But I, I think what was important about that time in the Japanese school was the habits that it taught me from a young age. It formed a habit of hard work and discipline in my life because we still had to do the same amount of work as the regular school program, but we had to do it in half the time. Um, so half the day was Japanese school, half the day was just regular kindergarten, first grade, second grade workload. So it really helped me form the habit of hard work. I think it helped cognitively as well, but that might be a different discussion. But what I want to convey to us today, habits are crucial to life. But the problem is most of us don't even realize what our habits are. According to Duke University, about 45% of our actions each day are habits. Close to half your life, you're not thinking carefully about what you're doing, but you're running through an automated ritual or process. It's critical that we examine what our habits are. Good habits advance our progress, enable us to grow in unique skills, solve complex problems, become who God created us to be. But bad habits always put you at a disadvantage, no matter your intentions. Your habits are pulling you closer to God's intention for your life or farther away. There is no neutral. Ooh, that may seem harsh, but it's true. Your habits are pulling you closer to God's intention for your life or farther away. There is no neutral. Now, We've also discussed this topic multiple times in past episodes, but I think it still bears repeating and repeating and repeating. One bar particularly bad habit that threatens our ability to achieve 
the greatness God has for us, and I do believe it's greatness, is our addiction to the other robots in our pocket. That's right, our cell phones. Americans spend up to five hours a day on our screens. <laughs> That's almost a third of the time we're awake. That's more time than we give to any other activity other than sleeping. Over the course of a lifetime, you guys have any idea how long that is? I hear you guessing. I hear you guessing. No, no, no. 14 years. 14 years over the course of a lifetime looking at our phones. Holy cow. If you guys are looking for practical ways to control your screen time, I went over this in episode five, Focuses Worship. So go back, listen to that. Practical ways that have really helped me control my screen time. Not like I have it mastered, but it's helped me control my screen time. You know, it's funny is as I'm saying this, literally um, little messages are going, <laughs> going across my screen, distracting me. Forgot to put on Do Not Disturb. So robots are taking over. Here's the title. Clickbait, maybe. We'll see what you think. <laughs> but we are the robots. Levi Lesko put it this way. We are the robots jumping every time the ping sounds and drooling every time the notification bell rings. How are you ever going to do all the great things God has called you to do if you give away that much control of yourself. And I love that phrasing, that we're giving away control of ourself when we become like Pavlov's dogs, drooling when the ping sounds, when the notification bell rings. This is uh, a fascinating juxtaposition to put our, our society today up against Thomas Jefferson. David McCullough, he's a historical fiction writer, wrote all this about Thomas Jefferson. I, it's it's mind-boggling. I realize I say mind-boggling a lot on this podcast for some reason. I don't in my normal life. Thomas Jefferson read seven languages, and you thought my little bit of Japanese was impressive. Or maybe you didn't. He was a lawyer, surveyor, ardent meteorologist, botanist, agronomist, archaeologist, paleontologist, Indian ethnologist, classicist, and brilliant architect. Music was the passion of his soul, mathematics, the passion of his mind. Are you kidding me? And I thought the fact that I could play guitar and do finance was a lot. <laughs> did you hear all that stuff he did? Do you think he could do all that if he spent 14 years of his life in front of a cell phone? I don't know. And guess what? He wrote the Declaration of Independence at 33 years old. That's crazy to me. For all of, all of you that are close to 30 like me, <laughs> it's coming up quick. But here's the thing. The world doesn't need another Declaration of Independence, but it does need to see the greatness Jesus has given you, the greatness that I believe is just waiting to come out. Future you is an exaggerated version of current you. Time doesn't change anything. It merely deepens and reveals who we already are. If you're kind today, you'll be kinder tomorrow. If you're cruel today, you'll be crueler tomorrow. Are you generous today? Even with little, you'll be generous tomorrow. If you don't trust God with 10% of your small paycheck, you won't trust him with 10% of a larger one. Don't wait for that day to declare your trust in him. But what I'm trying to convey is the habits you allow in your life today are going to determine who you become tomorrow and if you achieve the greatness God has for your life. The habits you allow, I love that language because we allow it, right? We control our mind, our thoughts, our hearts, our bodies, whatever it is, we control it. So what habits are you allowing in your life today? Here's my practical application. And this was really helpful for me. So I hope it's helpful for you guys. 
write down your three least liked habits and three you want to start. Uh, it could be relational, it could be financial, it could be physical. We talked uh, about giving and we talked about phone habits and those are great places to start. For me, here's mine. So to give you an example to work off of, my three least like habits I've noticed in myself. Inconsistent workouts, inconsistent bedtimes and wake up times. And I get distracted by my phone too much as proven as I recorded this episode. <laughs> three I want to start. Three habits I want to start. Sweat every day. Got that from Levi Lesko as well. Been reading a lot of his books. Um, at least three and a half, or sorry, at least three hour and a half blocks of songwriting a week and setting aside two hours a week to read leadership. So notice I I want these to be specific. Notice I didn't say I want to grow in songwriting and grow in leadership. I put specific uh, time frames to do that. Um, so that's what I want it to look like. Three of your least liked habits and three you want to start. But hey, I'm praying for you today. I'm praying that we can set the tone through this worship, through this word I just gave, through this practical application. Set the tone for the day because God truly has greatness in store for you. There is truly greatness inside of you. Even if you don't realize it yet, God has given you that. And I want to start making sure we form habits that build us to be that person, that show the world the greatness that's inside of us. So let's worship together. Let's pray together. Let's reflect on that as we sing. There is no shadow that has ever overcome your life. There is no rival that could ever stand against your might. You've always been with us. Every battle you've already won. You've already won. My God's already won. There's no weapon. There is no weapon that has ever left a mark on you. There is no army with the power to conquer truth. You've always been with us. Every battle you've already won. My God's already won. Hey, show me one thing He can do. Show me a mountain He can move. He's a God of the breakthrough. Anything is possible. It's possible. I want you to remember that anything is possible this morning. Come on, whatever you're facing, whatever you're listening to this, doesn't have to be the morning. God is working through you. God's got something to say. God's got something to do. Come on, worship him with me. Yeah. There is a kingdom that's advancing at the speed of light. And in his kingdom, I believe this. Come on. Every dead thing is bound to rise. Oh God, our Redeemer. 
faithful to revive. Oh, we will revive. With you, Jesus, it's all possible. You're making it possible. Yeah. Oh, I believe all things are possible in you, Jesus. In you, Jesus. Come on, if you're facing something this morning. I love this bridge that says, all my fears I will turn into praise. Man, how powerful is that? We are turning our fear into praise. Why worry when we can pray? Why fear when we can praise him? Come on, it says, all of my fear. All of my fear I will turn into praise. I'll shake off despair as I sing out your name. A victory dance, I will dance out in faith. I will crush disappointment and break every chain. Yeah. All of my fear I will turn into praise. Shake off despair, I sing out your name. A victory dance, I will dance out in faith. I will crush disappointment and break every chain. All of my fear I will turn into praise. Shake off despair as I sing out your name. A victory dance, I will dance out in faith. I will crush disappointment. Show me one thing he can do. Show me one thing my God can do, yeah. He's the God of the break. Anything is possible. Oh, show me one thing that's too hard. Show me what is he can't Strength of my Redeemer, 
Maybe it's even dormant. Maybe you haven't thought about it in a while. Maybe as we talked about it, some habits you want to break. It's possible in God. It's possible with His strength. Oh, it's possible with you, Jesus. I pray for revelation right now. Whatever it is that God wants to speak a new word into, speak new life into us. Maybe we got to change our hearts. Maybe we got to change our perspective. But no matter what it is, bring it to him. Lay it at his feet this morning. Whenever you're listening to this, lay it at his feet. in us because of God, because of what he's done, because of how he moves through us. You have the gift of the Holy Spirit. Pray that we receive it today, accept it today, accept that help to break whatever habits. That we wouldn't become the robots, that we'd have control over our mind, over our body, 
impulses of our spirits, of our hearts. Thank you, Jesus, for this time. Pray all these things in your son's name. Amen.